You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. What is good, Goat Flippers? It's your host, Lurk, here. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Van Flip Podcast. If you're new, welcome to the show. I hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving. I did. I went to Atlanta, hung out with some family, got the turkey on. I got some Black Friday record store deals, so that was cool. Anyways, so if you're listening to us on a device that you can rate or review us or follow us, please do so. It greatly helps us out with the algorithm. Visit lambgoat.com for all things hardcore and metal related. Make sure you like Lambgoat on Facebook, as well as follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Lambgoat. Head over to YouTube and smash that subscribe button, and you can check out all these podcasts in video format. You can follow the Van Flip on Twitter at Van Flip Podcast, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lurk City. On this episode of the podcast, we have Salem from Blood Beta. Oh yeah, what's this? I feel this. Oh yeah, this is stuff. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Lambgoat presents the Van Flip Podcast. What is up? Saturday edition of the uh, Lamb. Lamb Goat Van Flip Podcast show. Uh, obviously, you're not listening to it on a Saturday or watching it on a Saturday, but we're recording one on a Saturday, which is the first time we've done that probably in a year and a half. And uh, I'd like to welcome to the show Salem, who is a member hello. of hello of Blood Bather, who is a Fort Lauderdale based or South Florida based. I call it metalcore, new metalcore. I know you guys yep. labeled it as deathcore uh, um, on the. Facebook and you know Spotify and everything like that, but it definitely uh, overall sound. I think and this is a personal opinion of mine because I'm I'm probably much older than you are in general, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but I feel like you guys and another band that's similar to what you guys are kind of doing, uh, CU Space Cowboy. Yep. Y- you guys definitely have a lot of influences from what I would consider the golden era of like metalcore and the hardcore scene for the most part. Cause I'm an old yeah. man, obviously. So like early two thousands, uh, metal core, uh, definitely a lot of panic chords as we like to yes. call them in the business. And, yep. uh, it's just like a very good nod to that time in music. So <clears throat> again, like we previously talked prior to, uh, hopping on this podcast, we, if you haven't figured out at this particular point, the podcast obviously does interview big bands like Lamb of God and Napalm Death and all these other huge bands, but that is also to kind of get an audience so you can understand or not understand, but you can find smaller up and coming bands. So that's why we kind of try to throw all these bands at you that you may not know, but this is a prime example of uh, us doing that. As far as I'm 
as far as my research has gone, you're only like a handful of years as a band, right? You guys aren't too old or, and you're very kind of new in, in the last, you know, like what, two, three years? Yeah. So uh, we started probably around 2016 um, and it was like mostly a joke. So <laughs> most of the stuff uh, from our earlier era is completely gone. You know what I mean? So it looks like we just started. So <laughs> that was that was on purpose. OK, well, because like if you look up on Spotify or anything like that, you've got, uh, I think, what is it, five or six tunes altogether. And that's including the new you guys just released a s- small EP. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's like so our EP is coming out in, uh, I guess, like two weeks, uh, the, the ninth. And uh, 9th of October, I'll be specific. Um, But the three songs that we have now are off the EP, and it's a six-song EP. But it looks like a mini EP right now. I don't don't really know how Spotify works, but it made it look like a a little EP. But yeah, we have uh, that little EP, um, and then we have our Pressure EP from 2018. That's cool. That's cool. And how did you guys, like, get together? You said it was, like, a... You just kind of mentioned it was a joke, so yeah, yeah. So uh, it was me and me and uh, our old vocalist, who's like my best friend, and uh, that's we Jeff, were both, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're we're uh, in two other bands that I'm not even gonna. They're awful, and um, <laughs> we were just like, yo, let's do something that we actually like, you know, like passion project stuff. At the time, we were really into like 18 Visions and Martyr AD and a bunch of bands like that and we're like fuck it like let's just make a band that's like worship to that and like on broken wings so we just started we started this band uh and then it was really just a supplementation to our my other band so we could tour so we can make enough money to like stay on the road um because obviously making guarantees is hard enough so uh (laughs) then it just started overlapping the other band and just getting way bigger than the other band and then it just I guess it just took off somehow. I have, I have no idea, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and what kind of, you don't have to name the names, but like what styles were your other bands that, were they very different than what Bloodbather uh, is? Yeah. So Jeff's band, I'm not even going to, that shit was awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was like traitor sounding music. Um, and then my old band was like sworn in worship. And then it became like, uh, bring me the Ryzen sounding, I guess. I don't even know. Uh, Definitely not good. Interesting. Well, you kind of named uh, a couple bands that uh, you know are from the the heyday that we re- recently spoke. On Broken Wings is something that doesn't really necessarily get brought up a lot, but uh, they weren't really. I don't. And I'm not going to try to talk down about it, but to me, they were a very influential band that probably didn't get a lot of like love from everybody. But yeah. I, I think as the scene grew, more people found out about them, but they were already not doing as much as they were back in the day they're fucking sick i feel like a lot of bands are like that nowadays where people i guess like my generation we look back on like all these crazy bands from back in the day early 2000s and we start liking them more than the people that listened to them back in the day like them so now you're seeing them like reunions and shit and everybody's going crazy and shit and these bands are probably like what the fuck like yeah i don't really understand why 20 years later, you still fuck with this, but okay. And it's a whole different group of people that are fucking with it. Yeah, exactly. And But I think I think all that shit is sick. I think back in the day, it was just, I, I don't know, it was just fucking fun, you know? You know, and this is a weird conversation that I'm having with you right now, because I had the conversation literally last night with uh, 
JP, who does the video work for the most part when we have in-person, unco- not, you know, not pandemic interviews, but yeah. he is a camera guy for, for us. Uh, we, we had a conversation last night and I was like, dude, I just don't know what it is. But, <clears throat> and again, this is, could be me just being an elder, but I was like, I feel like quote unquote metal core is just kind of like weak. There are definitely like the current state of it, but there, there's definitely like bands that do release good albums, like even new bands, like, uh, like Polaris had a good album earlier this year and everything like that. But then if we're being honest, bands that I actually do love, like August Burns Red, I wasn't feeling that that release this yeah. year. And and there's a lot of there and I'm probably gonna get shit for this too, but there's a lot of confusion as to like what Metalcore is, whereas like I grew up thinking it was one thing, and then now there's bands like <laughs> I don't even want to say it, but like the Amity Affliction and other things yeah. that are like that to where there's a lot of clean, clean vocals. Singing. Yeah. yeah. And it, a lot of it sounds overproduced too in the studio and everything like that. But yeah, there are bands that are killing it and doing, you know, decent things for the genre for sure. But I just feel yeah. like if you live on Twitter, you know, people stand those bands that I just can't stand. Um, and it's, yeah, it's no. rough. I, I separate it. There's like warp tour bands and then there's <laughs> that's that's literally how you just call it. It's just like there's the warp tour bands and then there's like the other bands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So obviously worlds collide sometimes, like Knock Loose was on Warp Tour. Yeah. Um, and I, I wouldn't call them a warp tour band. I think they do exactly what they want to do and it sounds appropriate to their times. But I mean I, I don't really like most I like when I was a kid obviously I loved Warped Tour bands like that shit is and I still like those bands and I still listen to those records like Stand Up and Scream I don't give a fuck that shit is sick <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. I I love I Set My Friends on Fire and like fucking well that I don't that, even I don't even consider that like a that's not even like a metalcore band like that band particularly is just that was so crazy when it came out even then yeah it was it, it's stupid like listening back like all that shit is like. <laughs> It's, it doesn't make any sense, like, how this even came to be. Like, who the fuck told these bands that they that they should put, like, a microcorg fucking crazy thing with, like, electronica over crazy breakdowns? But a lot of that stuff, some of it aged well, honestly. Yeah. Like, I listen to some of my semi-friends on fire songs, and I'm like, this is really good. Like, this is not bad at all. And there's a lot of bands like that where it's like, um, like a mirror's first record is fucking crazy still. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they'll, they'll do, they did a couple. Yeah. They did a couple. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I love a mirror, uh, but bands right now that I think are in the warp tour side that sound good. I think motionless and white is cool. Um, and I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really fucking know anybody else to be honest. Right. Uh, for those who are unaware that may be younger. I set myself on fire or I set my friends on fire or whatever the name was. That was yeah. probably the earliest version of meme music. I can yeah. think about like you probably don't get a hundred Gex without that band. No, you know? no, a hundred percent. And the funniest thing is I was, I was, uh, cause Matt, the guy, well, that band is from here. They're yeah, from yeah. Miami, mm-hmm. which is like 30 minutes South. Um, but I was chilling with Matt. Um, cause we were going to a rap show cause I produced for a rapper, blah, blah, blah. So, um, I was chilling with him and we were talking like uh, you kind of owe a lot of sounds that we have now, like a lot of MySpace bands to what rap we have now, which is is like trap infused rock. Basically, that's yeah. all it is. 
and you can nod your head kind of towards maybe not as some of my friends with fire because they don't sound exactly like fucking Lil Uzi Bird or something like that. <laughs> but there is a level of crossover that they kind of took that first step of like getting shit of like, why the fuck are you doing this to get where we are now, which which is like almost all almost all like rap music is now like weird fucking scene it's yeah. almost like scene now it's it's yeah. very weird i don't i don't really understand it yeah the youth culture in hip-hop is definitely reminiscent of like early scene days of like tight pants uh you know tight shirts it's fucking insane like little it's, it's arm band, just, like, a lot of armbands you know every every single uh fucking half black half white kid <laughs> every light skin kid is just trying to be fucking panic at the disco it's really crazy yeah it's crazy how they like you said everything bled into each other you know what i mean because yeah there was a lot of like rap i remember god dude i remember how heavy the rap influence was when i was like in that like when i was in a band in early 2004 2005 like yeah, like rap metal. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, that, I also grew up on like Limp Biscuit, obviously, because like I told you earlier, I'm from the North uh, Florida, so like that was the biggest thing around here when I was like in high school, and uh, so I've always grown up liking both genres. But I always, I always said that when we were like playing shows and shit and just being at shows, I was like, this is basically like there's hip hop and hardcore are so the same thing, like. Yeah. I, it's just crazy, you know, that it, that's what I kind of associated the two. But, like, I'm, I wanted, like, gold teeth and shit like that when I was on stage. And it was, you know, it just seemed like they fit, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I agree, to be honest. Uh, like, rap shows are fucking crazy. Why the fuck is my dog barking? Whatever. Uh, rap shows are fucking crazy. Like, people go absolutely crazy there. And it's, like, stage diving moshing i mean the moshing is fucking awful but it's still moshing <laughs> you know what i mean but it's 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 at the same level like uh it's one in the same like i feel like you i could play a blood bather show and then a fucking rapper could play right after and it's not even a lot of rap kids also get a lot of shit but they're super open uh open-minded like they're down with everything and um they think everything is cool too like they they don't have that judgmental side that honestly the hardcore I guess side has where I guess hardcore kids kind of judge people more. Um, but rap kids, they're like open to fucking everything and it's kind of sick. So yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind playing like a fucking rap show or chilling with rap kids. Cause every time I show them anything that I do, they're like, this is fucking sick. You're fucking crazy. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, the times are definitely different too. I, be, you know, like the gatekeeping is definitely kind of, uh, been laid to the wayside for the most part. I feel like the younger generation is like you said, more open in, in general. Uh, that shit was definitely not like that when I was, <laughs> when I was growing up. Yeah. I've, I've heard stories. Yeah. You couldn't, uh, you know, like taking back Sunday, no way. I don't listen to that, you know, but in reality, it's on my iPod and I'm jammed oh, out. Fuck. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's certain things that you, you, you had to seem tough, you know, with it. Yeah. So, I feel like people are now kind of, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just me and my friends, but like, we don't give a fuck. Like I listen to openly listen to funny things. Like I'm wearing this hilarious, I declare a war hoodie that says like something blast beat fuck or whatever the fuck. I don't even know what the fuck it says on the back, but like, obviously I'm wearing it half as a joke, like almost like me, like when I wear like a gangster SpongeBob shirt, like the fucking two XL fucking flea market shirts. (laughs) Um, it's like the same concept. 
But if if we're being real, like the fucking Malevolence, I Declare a War album, and then the fucking the one before that, like a Miss the Bloodshed or whatever, like that shit is fucking sick. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think people just don't really care anymore. Like they're just like whatever. It's fucking sick. So fuck yeah. you. <laughs> and I, I I like that because again, I didn't realize how stifled I was back in the day until I mean. I stopped claiming that I like Limp Biscuit for a, 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 like a long time, and they were one of my favorite bands growing up. And so now I'm like buying shirts off Depop, repping the shit out of it. You know, I'm talking Dude, about it all the time it. on this podcast. It's crazy. Like, like literally, like wearing. I mean, culture has just changed, though. Like, I th- feel like bullying is like. Well, I, there's still bullying on Twitter. It's just a new uh, <laughs> yeah. dimension of. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's like PC bullying. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. um, but like even in school, like when I was in school, I would I would get made fun of, and I don't even think that happens anymore. Like I I don't even think that is a thing, because <laughs> I was talking to like some of my younger friends that are just going to shows and stuff, and they they talk about like how high school is now, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like within like four years, completely changed. Yeah, well that's good too. That's you know it's a plus <laughs> to an extent. I mean I think bullying <laughs> bullying builds character. Maybe I don't know if that's there a is I you know controversial yeah, opinion we're probably gonna get some shit for this but i kind of somewhat agree i kind of somewhat agree that it does build character at least in a yeah. way that like you it teaches you to some at some point stand up for yourself and do that and yeah, whatnot. yeah but i also understand that some people don't have that in them to do so it, life can yeah be so it's just that just fucking breaks them but uh you know i was picked on in high school not high school but in school uh as well so like i grew in that that was my norm so i feel yeah like you know everyone should be able to not be bullied but get get through it or whatever but it yeah, is, yeah it is shitty in know, general it makes you uh not a not a bitch to be honest honestly <laughs> it just <laughs> makes you be- like it makes you like i don't give a fuck you know what i mean hopefully uh-huh. hopefully it does i mean hopefully it fucking translates and and usually it's uh the kids who are more interesting you know like not the regular jock kind of guy or not the regular but I don't, fucking dude. I don't know if that's like a – I feel like that's such a movie thing, like the whole yeah. jock thing. Like the fucking jock calling like the fucking little kid like, ah, oh, you're gay or whatever the fuck. Like I I don't know. I, I didn't really – I mean obviously I got called fucking gay and faggot <laughs> and shit. But um, <laughs> I don't I, I don't think that's like a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that like changed. I probably should have said like the popular guy, not like the jock. But yeah, usually yeah, in movies – Usually in movies, the jock is the popular guy, so that's why the correlation is so close. Yeah. But I get but that. But yeah, no, definitely popular kids fucking saying crazy shit. So let's kind of go back uh, a little bit here. Um, so how would you describe the sound of like Blood Bather? And has it changed? Like you obviously said it was a, like kind of a jokey situation in the beginning. So like how has it changed to now? Um. Well, okay, so basically – we had the pressure album and that was written by just me like instrumentally. And then Jeff would do vocals. And then, um, we went through just like some member changes and then we got Kyler and he used to be in a band called a needle under the nail, which is a super fucking sick band that me and Jeff really liked. Uh, he joined on bass. And then when he joined, we started writing, um, this new silence EP. And, um, that's when it's, it's like obviously started becoming serious. Like we got signed we were playing like, um, we played like Warp Tour. Um, we played bigger shows. We did like a little tour with Attila. So it was starting to become like, oh, this is we need to kind of take this seriously to an extent. 
And um, I I kind of forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> describe the sound of Bloodbath okay, and how it's changed. How it's changed over okay. the short period so, of time. <laughs> in the beginning, it was more, I guess, like on Broken Wings sounding. And now I feel like it's more... Uh, we take a lot of influence from like the Goodbye to the Gallows album. Honestly, a little bit of Thyarder's Murder, that first EP, and uh, stuff like The Secret. Um, I guess little things of like Martyr AD and bands like that still. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's like the sound now. It's like metalcore mixed with some deathcore. The deathcore thing, honestly, is a little bit of a joke just because. Um, People in the hardcore community, to an extent, would call us like deathcore. They'd be like, "Oh, they're fucking deathcore." You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. that's like a, that's almost like a um, like a diss. Like they're like, "Oh, they're fucking deathcore," and it's like, whatever. Um, yeah, we're fucking deathcore. So I just put deathcore. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It was half a joke, but honestly, like I think we're gonna become a deathcore band. Like yeah. it, I, we're, I don't mind. Like I really like deathcore, so I don't mind. I, I'm not good enough at guitar, so I have to practice. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. dude, these bands are fucking crazy. Like, I'm, I'd be trying to learn some fucking Dieter's Murder songs off that first EP, and I'm like, dude, fuck. Like, this is <laughs> not easy at all. Yeah, it's a whole different vibe. Uh, yeah, so when I get good at guitar, we'll become a deathcore band. Yeah, because I was going to say, I don't really necessarily think that you guys are a deathcore band. I would call it more no. I'd call it more of a, an, a new metalcore band. Like, yeah, I don't, it's got, it's like, like, some... It's metal. Vibes. It's it's just breakdowns. Like it's just that's how I claim it as deathcore because it's just fucking breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Jeff but, Jeff said we should talk about breakdowns, but he wasn't clear. He didn't clarify if it, we should talk about bloodbather breakdowns or just breakdowns in general. Because I mean, I could talk about could breakdowns talk, in general. We too. could talk about breakdowns. <laughs> I love breakdowns. What are I some mean, of your favorite ones then? Okay, fuck. Um, okay. Uh, Obviously, like American Hollow, Martyr AD, uh, Broken Mouth, Martyr AD, um, uh, 18 Visions, obviously, fucking Tower of Snakes. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's like, so like, that's like the metal. And then you could like, like Starscream fucking on Broken Way. It's like, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was just listening <laughs> to that fucking yesterday. It's such a good song. Yeah. Uh, that clap was, dude, I... <laughs> The breakdown, that breakdown, I mean, that wasn't my favorite uh, OBW breakdown. I liked, I did yeah. my crosswords and pin, and I don't even. Yeah, yeah or but, listless. Yeah, but the light, scar, the light star stream, star scream breakdown was just so fun because of the hand claps. Dude, it's, it's fucking sick. Yeah. All right, so what else? Let's see. Uh, fuck. Um, I'm trying to think. What are some of my favorite breakdowns? Uh Fuck, I don't, I don't know if I want to name that. Ooh. <laughs> okay, dude, honestly, My Damnation by Chelsea Grin, the entire song, is so fucking good. Okay, okay. All right, whatever. I don't care. I'll name that one. Uh, um, let me think. Ah, fuck. I'm blanking now. It's okay. I, as I asked you that question, I was like, all right, think of some that in case he asks you what you would say, and I've completely, oh, so now, okay, I've so completely what, pulled a blank. What were your favorite I couldn't tell you. You couldn't tell I you? couldn't tell you off the top of my head because, I, I mean, most – and again, most of these would probably be for nostalgia's sake because, you know, I've listened to them for so damn long. There would be older older bands. Yeah. Fuck me, dude. There's a couple on Parkway Drive's Killing in the Name – or Killing with a Smile that okay. are that are that I love. 
um, Autodidact by Between the Buried and Me, they have a really fucking cool breakdown in that song. And it's the thing that really draws me to it is they have a section which is kind of like a break before the breakdown. And it's just okay. one note, but on every other instrument. And the bass has like an open string strum chord. That's just... That shit is so fucking sick. Yeah. So that that's a really good one that stands out to me. But um, yeah, dude, I, I, it's a blank. I'm drawing a blank because I, I listen to so much new shit too that I don't get yeah. to listen to a lot of... And I, don't, and I, I couldn't tell you what songs are which because I listen to everything streaming and just on my phone. Honestly, like... I can't even name some of like just just almost all of my favorite deathcore bands. I can't even name a breakdown because the album is just all good. But like now you're going to be famous by Claire Ward. Like the end where he's like, "Say fucking Gennaro," whatever the fuck he says. Uh, it's I love breakdowns that are just they have like a weird call out before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just like get on your knees, motherfucker, or whatever the fuck they say. That shit is so fucking funny. Yeah, you can say uh, anything. But it's raw. It's raw, to be honest. Like, it's fucking sick. Like, you can definitely um, say anything right before a breakdown, and everyone's going to yeah, lose their yeah. shit. Fucking, uh, that 10 signs you should leave, or whatever, by Amir. Mm-hmm. Dude, and the lyrics are so fucking The drug dealer amazing. girlfriend, or the, whichever, is it? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, the drug dealer girlfriend song. That that yeah. is a good one too. Uh Solar Flare Homicide has a pretty good fucking breakdown in Dude, it. Dude, the weird dubstep shit. It's so fucking <laughs> sick. <laughs> that so, shit is sick, honestly. And fucking like I don't know, we could go on forever about breakdowns, honestly. We probably should stop. Cause yeah, because we're not really doing justice for any of the ones we actually like because we can't remember them right now. Yeah, yeah. We're just calling out the fun ones. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna after this I'm probably gonna be like oh fuck i should have said this and 18 other songs i I already know i already know that there's some that i'm forgetting that would make me look cooler like oh this one band so you you mentioned tower of snakes so i'm interested in understanding how what what version of 18 visions do you most like uh do you most like the album is it obsession is obsession the album with the heart yeah yeah, so I like that shit because um, it's kind of it's not it's not like marketable, but I like I like it's it's like mature. But their older stuff is crazy. I mean, I'm not really versed on their older stuff. Jeff was the one that was really into their older stuff, mm-hmm. and he would just link me. Like literally, our group chat would just be like us linking each other like breakdowns. Like it would literally just be like some random band their first release, and we're just like. 236 let's steal this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's take this breakdown yeah. um so he he likes their older stuff but obsession was one of my favorite ones i just i liked it i think it's a catchy album yeah obsession definitely grew on me and that again uh probably uh i grew up with like the ink runs out and vanity and everything like that um okay. their earlier shit and then when yeah, obsession yeah. came out <laughs> that was like an mtv2 time where like uh, a lot of those, not just 18 visions, but MTV was bringing a bunch of that style music to, you know, TV and everything. And I was right at the, the cuff of, so like I had a MySpace. <laughs> um, I would watch music videos on MTV, but I was on the end right. where it like started to roll off. So I know what like kind of MTV too. Yeah. So they're dog. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, uh, so they kind of went through this weird transition of after that to like and i hate to say this because i like i like james and i like the band and everything like that but the uh, uh, the release after that was kind of like papa roach ish a little bit yeah, yeah and then uh they definitely 
kind of started going back to their roots um, with the album a couple years ago. And it sounds like now they've gone even further back to their roots in the last couple songs they've released because they're going to come out with an EP or an album. And uh, James is actually going to be on the podcast hopefully here in a week or two. So um, Their new song was pretty fucking good, honestly. Oh, yeah. I, actually, like, I think people slept on that because uh, when it dropped, nobody was posting that shit. And I was like, well, we premiered is... it. Uh, we, okay. we premiered the uh, song. But yeah, and again, I think that probably has to do with just the way the, the band went. You know what I mean? I don't know if a lot of the OG fans kind of kept up with um, what the band was doing. Because again, they were off you know, doing their own things, not in music yeah. for a number of years too. So uh, you know, it is what it is. But I do think that they're going to come back a lot more like not even obsession, like even earlier than that, it'd be like more vanity and till the ink runs out type stuff. I, I, I think, I think these bands, cause there's a lot of bands that are coming back like 10 years later and they're like, okay, yeah, you guys like this now? Like what the fuck? So it's I hard. think, uh, I think you're going to see a lot of bands that you like any type of band that sounded heavy and then lost their heaviness is going to kind of come back to the older sound. Cause now they know like, Oh, well, now I could do this again. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, I feel like bands thought that they couldn't do what they wanted to do, which is obviously, I guess it was the case. Like bands would have to switch up to appeal to a younger crowd and have clean courses and stuff. Or but, just to sell records in general to keep the label. Yeah, happy. exactly. But now I feel like if anything, like the, the less heavy you are, the least people will like you almost like yeah. people just want. I don't know. Maybe it's because rap is like basically fucking breakdowns. Yeah. But everybody just likes fucking heavy shit now. So it's yeah. All the I mean, bass... the biggest band, the biggest band right now I could think of is fucking like Knock Loose, and they're just breakdowns. Yeah, that's an see. That's another band that I I really do enjoy, and that's another one of the. I don't even want to call them metalcore because I just think they're just there's such a hodgepodge of all sorts of heavy shit thrown together. But they yep. are one of the band, newer bands that definitely are moving in the right direction and for for someone like me who grew up on you know i'm an, again i'm an older guy so like that band sticks out to me because that is something that's like not the norm right now and they are so popular yeah. not even with just dudes i see like they they have like a female following too that's like insane so yeah that's i don't even know man that shit is crazy um but they're they're definitely like one of the I mean, if you just look at that last tour, just like the videos, I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like you were sincerely playing like, like concerts. Like that wasn't even like a show. That was like a fucking yeah. concert. You know what I mean? Like mad, like ticket stub fucking concert. Like yeah. that shit was like 3000 people. They played, so. uh, they played here last year with like, uh, varials and okay. uh, a bunch of other people. Like, or I don't even fucking know. They didn't play with varials. They played another show, but I was like, damn dude leading up to that show, I was like, that shit's going to be, and that would have been my first time seeing them live in person. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, that shit's going to be fucking crazy. And it was obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then Their I saw, shows are fucking insane. Yeah. I actually got to see them, um, right outside of their hometown, uh, at, at louder than life last year. That was one of the last things that we did before, you know, concerts were fucking killed. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, that was even crazier. Cause like in, they were like a home it was like a home show for them almost even though it was yeah. like a big festival so they that, that's a cool they're a cool band one day hopefully uh bry will drop his lamb goat um 
he shunned lamb goat, so we're we're not really going to have him on the podcast. But hopefully one day oh, we no. can we can break that barrier and have him on and have a good time. Whatever, who cares? <laughs> it is what I it is. Care. I don't have any. I don't have anything against him because I love you know I I like him yeah. and I like the band. But you know it would be great to, to I don't, I don't bury know. that hatchet I, at some point. The lamb goat comments be getting to people. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know I don't know if you're aware, but we got no, no, they're gone yeah. now. They're gone now. <laughs> yeah. But I was just talking because I was uh I was looking through the email with like our bassist or fill-in bassist or whatever, and we were just talking about how fucking funny the comment sections. Dude, people would like, I oh my god, that shit was fucking hilarious. Like people, they were like, oh, like, uh, wanna be like hood kids. Uh, the the guitarist has a fucking Lexus, and w- <laughs> it was just so fucking funny because I have like a 1997 fucking Lexus, like yeah. the <laughs> oldest Lexus with like 250 thousand fucking miles on it. The AC's broken. Uh, it's been hit like it's fucked up. You know what I mean? And like just like th- like comments like that are just so fucking funny. Yeah. And then they were like calling like just just it was literally middle school. Like the comment section is just fucking middle school. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gro- grown ass men or grown ass people in general just fucking acting a fool. And I yeah. get I get the allure behind it too. But then no, it's fucking hilarious. But it, it's definitely it's it's so stupid. It's it doesn't like the- really translate well in today's society. Ah. Uh. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's it. I think it's what people want to say on Twitter, and they can't. So they yeah, well, because it's anonymous. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's but, no repercussion. But I, I, you know, and again, because when we when we got rid of them, that was a big thing for just the avid lamb goat user, obviously. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. It, the internet's not this weird dark hole anymore. It's like everybody's on it, and not yeah. and not everybody would like say a new kid. Let's just call him a new teenager. Goes to Lamgo, <laughs> and he doesn't really understand. No, that, they're gonna that's see the culture. Some, you know what I mean? They're that, gonna see some words that might get them angry. They're like, oh, people still say those things, you know? And yeah, yeah they well, definitely no, do. No, they're fucking old. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, we're in a completely. I always say like I'm in a completely fucking different era than than what these young kids are in like a different fucking era than me. Yeah, I do. Oh, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Jesus, I do miss it, but again. It is what it is, and progress is progress. Yeah, yeah. Point. No, I mean, so, it's it's probably for the best. Yeah, because who knows, you know? And again, the like the website's gonna be. We're gonna re- launch a new uh, website design and everything like that. So th- that wouldn't been we wouldn't have been able to keep it anyway. But okay, um, there's a lot Wait, of are the comments gone forever. Then they're not. No, gonna no, no. no you can, uh, man, that's the other thing too. The comments would take up so much space because they it was easily spammable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we had fucking... I was looking. I was looking. I was like, dude, we have the most comments on... We did. I think we did. We had, like, fucking 300. It was insane. And most bands was just getting, like, fucking 50. You know what I mean? But we were getting fucking crazy. And I was like, dude, keep it up. This shit is fucking... And they were just all roasting us. So of course, I, I was yeah. Fi- yeah, but I was, like, fine with it. But there were some good ones, like... I'm trying to remember. Well, oh I can God. only imagine what they were. No, I haven't, were I haven't looked. Hilarious. I didn't look, but I can only imagine because you have people of different ethnic ethnicities in your group that yeah, it would yeah. be pretty wild and crazy Aren't in general. You, wait, wait. There, there was, okay, so obviously there was that one article or whatever where Jeff was like calling out revenge season and everybody in the comments was like, I don't know. He was right though. Like it – I don't know. Trusting white people, it kind of – it kind of aged well. Um, <laughs> so, uh, 
yeah, nobody could flack him for that one. We're I'm I'm holding him. He's fine for that. Like that shit was fine. But everybody in the comments fucking hated that. They're all like, ah, I'm white. No, 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 no. And I was like, okay, whatever, man. Just fucking. Yeah, I'm willing don't to bet. Say, don't I'm... say the N-word in a group chat. <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to bet a high percentage of the visitors that go to Lambgoat in general or have been visiting Lambgoat for more than five years are definitely probably white in general. But yeah, I, yeah. that's a bold claim, but I'm pretty – I'm okay with claiming it's that. It's fine. I mean the scene – that's like another thing we could like divulge into is like the scene is like mostly like white people. So it's – it's like we're definitely – um, like literally at a, at a certain point it was me, Jeff and Kyler and we're all not white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm mixed with white Kyler's mixed with white, but, uh, like we're all niggas. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a weird, uh, a weird mix, I guess. Like not many people are used to that, but it's like, we're South Florida. So it's like, what's cool. What, it's. what is cool. I can, I can probably say that, uh, it was definitely good Lord when I was going to shows. And it was predominantly like probably ninety nine percent, you know, white people in the crowd. Or I wouldn't, I just want you know, not black people in the crowd. There might have been like yeah. another race or something like that there, but you yeah. didn't see a lot of black people at shows. Yeah. And then, it, I don't know what happened, but things started to change, and I started noticing it. Like there would be like one or two, and then there would be a little more, and I was like, that's kind of cool because I never understood. There's such a divide in general. Yeah. When it comes to music, like even rock music, I, you know, like I can, I just felt weird, not felt weird, but I always thought it was weird that like I could listen to both rock and rap and enjoy both. It's just weird that at back in the day, it didn't seem like at least in my area up here that, you know, black people could enjoy rock and rap music too. And so it was really yeah. cool when you started seeing other people, other groups of ethnicities show up at shows. And then, you know, like I remember uh, Tosin from Animals as Leaders. He played in this this really small band from Georgia called Reflux, and he came up and he was like the hardcore metal version of Jimi Hendrix. That kid was like slaying, and this was way nah, he's be- fucking crazy. Yeah, and this was just... way before Animals as Leaders, and so like, yeah, that blew my mind. You know what I mean? And then I guess is, uh, I guess what happens is you know people in different groups see people of their own group doing things and then that maybe opens the door for them to go like oh okay i can get yeah that. I can get with and that that was like that was like another thing that i was like one of the things that dr- drove me is just um it would be cool like when i was a kid i would look in like ap mag or whatever um any type of publication and anytime there was like any black person in a band it would be like fuck yeah like that like i wish that was me or whatever like oceano or something like that mm-hmm. um and that was like a drive for for me and like our old vocalist Jeff. Like it was just like cool to see that we could like represent our race in the mix of metal. You know what I mean? Because honestly, there was hardly any. But it is daunting because it's like um, people definitely maybe back in the day. I don't know. I can't. Te- I can't speak for now because I I wasn't. I didn't grow up now. I'm fucking 23. Right. <laughs> but like when I first when I first started going to shows, which was 2010 yeah like people would be like they would just give you like the shit like like oh like like you could just see it within the realm of whenever people like compare a vocalist they'd be like oh like he's like fucking adam from oceano it's like they don't look anything alike like they're just black like it's the only similarities they have (laughs) and it would just just be shit like that where it's just like like 
oh, I bet you like Oceano or blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, oh, whatever. Shut the fuck up. They come to talk to you about any other band that has a black person in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I understand it. It's not like – it's not even a racist thing. It's just like they're trying to relate to you. That's right. That's literally it. A connection of some sort. Yeah. and I, But obviously with time, it's like now it's not awkward anymore. Like, But South Florida always had such a mix of uh, like race. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like South Florida is a melting pot. In general, so for sure. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of Spanish people yeah, yeah. that are no, in the I scene mean, too, and and there's so many different types of Spanish people within the yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah so like we, where I live is like a lot of Brazilian people. So like, I guess like Portuguese uh, speaking people. Uh, then there's obviously Hispanic people speak Spanish. Um, there's a lot of Haitian people that speak just straight up like Creole. Mm-hmm. Um, like South Florida is a, a fucking a complete melting pot of culture. So it's when not I was even born, really like it's not even really Florida. It's like a whole separate country down there. Yeah, yeah. no, really, it is. Like literally, Miami and because I don't really claim the rest of Florida. No offense. I know you said you're in Florida, <laughs> bro. Uh, I live I live in South Georgia. Okay, <laughs> like okay, I live yeah, in exactly. South like, Georgia. Like, uh, but like South Florida is completely different like miami and broward are in my opinion the only good parts about fucking florida um but miami and broward are completely separate fucking it's a different country than than the rest of the country like it's completely different so i love that i grew up here and um when i went to shows like even even in fucking 2010 2011 uh there was still like there was still black people like i wasn't the only black person like there was like probably like three or four other people that would regularly go to shows um and then there was like mostly Hispanic people. Like there was obviously yeah. white people, but um, there was mostly Hispanic people. Like I would say it was like maybe like fifty percent Hispanic people, twenty five percent black people, or twenty five percent white people, maybe like five percent black people. I don't know the rest of the fucking demographic. <laughs> you could fill it in, right. but it was it was it was predominantly uh, people of color. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, that that's it wasn't the same up here, obviously, but there's yeah, not yeah. as much of a blend of of groups of people in general. Yeah, uh, but it, it's it's cool to see now that there's such a mix, and bands now are just completely mixed with like even like girls. Mm-hmm. Just you see everything now, and it, I think it's just because like the people that first started to to dive in kind of just were like, yeah, this is okay, and this is cool, and fuck you if you don't like it and yeah. then it just became normal and now i feel like the best bands are the ones that have like people of color or black people like more diverse groups yeah G- like think about like jesus Peace is like the fucking craziest fucking band yeah and they're like everything they're, they're like a melting Dude, pot they're in fucking insane live like that yeah. shit is that shit is scary like trying honestly. to get them on the podcast too so if they're listening shout them out let's get them on <laughs> yeah aaron aaron is the nicest fucking person we've stayed at his house multiple times he's he's fucking awesome and uh he actually did like a nike a nike thing like Mm -hmm. a nike ad or something like what the fuck that's so fucking sick because i know he's in nothing too Mm, yeah he's definitely a outspoken kind of guy but in a good way yeah he's Um, fucking he's fucking sick uh so what's with the uh because people are watching this on the youtube and they probably are seeing you for the first time what's with what's with the eyeball is it a glass eye contact or is it uh you know i got struck in the face no i'm just kidding um, it's a Marilyn manson callback you know yeah it's it's just one of those types of things i i didn't really want to put on makeup because 
honestly, I set an alarm for 2.30. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, oh, okay, put yeah. on a contact. It's, this is just, I mean, I always do a contact. Um, it, it's, it's obviously a callback to my, I'm not going to fucking claim like I'm doing anything <laughs> new. You know what I mean? And a lot of my style and a lot of my looks and stuff. A lot of people give me shit where they're like, oh, you think you're doing something like new and different. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just doing what I want. But um, the contact is obviously a callback. But I, I like wearing contacts as well because I don't have like a lazy eye, but I feel like, I don't know, in pictures, I always felt like I had a fucking lazy eye. So I never <laughs> wear two. If, if You could look at me and I never wear like two of the same. Right. It's always it's always like one different one. Even if I'm wearing two uh, like colored type contacts mm-hmm. or Halloween contacts, whatever you want to call them, special effects contacts. But it, it, I actually like the fact that it's like almost like wearing sunglasses on an eye. I don't yeah. know. It's like it's a weird thing, but are they? I, don't know, I just I like looking different. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I just I didn't know. You know what I mean? Because I see a lot of pictures, and yeah, it's yeah. always no. It's I, always I dress like, like a fucking freak. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking. But it's it's cool because it's like, dude, like, uh, I'm I've always been into like fashion and and weird art and stuff like that, and. In the future, I'm I'm gonna be releasing my own music, like industrial stuff. Like I hope to, I hope to explode in that world too. Um, but I, I think it's I think it's cool to fucking dress different and look different. And I think people, a lot of people like my band only because the fact, like literally, I, I would say like my band got big just because me and Jeff were black and I wore dresses. Like yeah. I can just <laughs> I can openly say that. Like that could yeah. I could openly fucking say that. And I'm self aware enough where I can realize like, yeah, that's probably why people started fucking with my band. But I fuck it. Like what are people gonna fucking dog on me that my band is bigger now because we fucking looked different? Like yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? No, yeah, because I, I definitely, w- when I was looking through everything, uh, you, you did, you shot a video or two with, uh, in a dress, and you were, yeah, I, yeah, there was like a nod to the comments, and people are going to be hating on that, yada, yada, yada. But Dude, of course the, it the, would. The but... fucking comments, like, okay, there is one fucking comment, and this is me quoting someone else, so nobody fucking give me shit for it. <laughs> um, we had one comment that was like, uh, it, it was so fucking funny. It was like, it was like I see they have a tranny on guitar, band, <laughs> and, and then they're like band, band still fucking sucks. And I was like, this is so fuck. I would just post all of the because I think they're obviously it's terrible. You probably shouldn't fucking say that, but <laughs> I don't take it. Maybe it's just because I grew up in my own in our era or whatever. But like I don't care. Like I think that shit is because I when when people hate on me like that. I know that they care so much. You know what I mean? Like they care you, enough to say something. You know yeah, what I like, mean? <laughs> who the fuck comments on a YouTube, like uh, on a video, like unpositively? Like who the fuck? I don't know. The only people that's... that comment in general usually are going to comment negatively. Just like we were talking about Yelp reviews and shit, and how like, yeah, you can't like really the go by person. the Yelp review because what kind of person is going to go? You know what? I ordered from fucking China number one and that shit was not like chinese food at all it's like no bitch yeah. that's like fast food fucking chinese what do you expect yeah yeah it's, it's it's one of those things where it's like dude who the fuck comments on youtube videos like not <laughs> not really and now someone's gonna fucking comment like oh, fuck you bro like what the fuck like i'm just like trying to engage hey that's cool if um, they've gotten into 40 something minutes of this podcast and they want to yeah, comment yeah, no, go no, for no. it they, they're fuck yeah whatever you're cool uh <laughs> because i'm giving you the pass to fucking comment and call me something um but yeah, like the majority of people that comment on YouTube videos are probably just like haters or something. So, um, yeah, yeah, they get, they get I, triggered and they just fucking go at it, you know? Yeah. But honestly, like, yeah, looking different is cool. I mean, 
whatever. If you don't like me, suck my fucking dick. I don't, I don't care. You know what I mean? That's just my attitude. I've always had that attitude where it's like, if you think, oh, he's wearing a dress, oh, he's like some fucking mall golf, blah, 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 whatever, bro. I look cooler than you. Just because I shop at Hot Topic doesn't mean I'm not a person yeah. too, you know? I, bro, Hot Topic, honestly, I got a, a dress that I got not that long ago. It's like a trip dress, I guess, it, or a trip inspired dress. I don't know if it's exactly trip brand. Trip from. But, yeah, like the fucking the Jinko, like the Jinko jeans yeah, brand, yeah. basically. Uh, yeah, no, I got like a cool dress from Hot Topic like last year, and I get, I don't know if you could see, there's lunch boxes up there. I don't know. I get some of those from fucking Hot Topic. I don't, dude. Who who cares? I mean, I grew up, Hot I grew up going to Hot Topic, but it was a, I mean, it was a little different, was different when Hot I did. Topic. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, but I, yeah, I definitely went to get CDs because that's the only area that that's the only store that I could get it, like scene Hot, CDs. Even even Hot Hot Topic now is fucking awful. It's like uh, Spencer's anime fucking culture yeah. now um which i like anime but you know what i mean it's like fucking <laughs> weird t-shirts and they're shit. Like, like they're they're like a couple weeks away from selling dildos all the time no no no. they're <laughs> that's their next thing yeah. um but hot topic used to be like at least when i was growing up i mean obviously you got picked on for being that kid or whatever and wearing the shirts and blah 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 like oh nice Marilyn manson shirt and then they would shove you or something but like dude <laughs> honestly was dick sick. you know that right <laughs> he's, you know he removed his own dude that was a thing though that was oh, completely yeah. a thing in my middle school i remember Same. i fucking specifically remember going in sixth grade and just going to a lunch table and that's all we were talking about for like three days mm-hmm. like it was like everybody thought it was true and that was a rumor that was started like in the 90s oh yeah so. it was when i was a kid when he first came out but even then you think about it if if anyone can suck his own dick he probably isn't that's leaving fun. the house that yeah, often no, you know what i'm saying like sick. i think he said you... that in an interview like bro if i could do that i would not be in this interview right now yeah but never leave but the yeah, house hot topic hot topic was fucking sick like the gates and shit like even like looking back now obviously you have the nostalgia filter you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. but like if a store looked like that now i would still think it was sick as a 23 year old yeah like it's it was cool like the gates the aesthetic was on par and it was like I, I think Hot Topic gets a lot of fucking hate, obviously, but it, dude, you know what I mean? It was a uh, a lot of people that aren't in America didn't even know that America had like uh, like a fucking mall chain that was basically for alternative kids. Yeah, I think all lifestyle, and, and it's it, sick. It's like people that hate on that shit are fucking idiots because it helps people get into even like Warp Tour. Like when people are like, "Oh, fucking fuck, asking Alexandria," or blah blah blah. Uh, Dude, that's how I got into all of this. Like, Bring Me the Rise and Asking Alexandria, Attack Attack. Like, all those bands introduced me into fucking Martyr AD and, like, all these yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah, because you get, then go down rabbit holes. and, and Exactly. And, yeah. and, like, so basically, like, you would go to Warp Tour. Um, well, actually, somehow, like, one of my first shows was, like, fucking terror and shit, bringing back <laughs> to the Kids Fest. I don't know how. Um, I was into skating, and then we, I went to Rocket Town, and then Rocket Town let me be their photographer and then one of my first shows was literally like terror and fucking like i think remembering never and a bunch of fucking sick bands uh like shahulad and shit like yeah, yeah. literally uh, the craziest first show and i was like 13 12 13 like holy shit this is fucking crazy because i was used to warp tour culture um but yeah like that shit it gets you into because you go you go to warp tour and then you find the smaller bands in your area you go to local shows you go from local shows, local like scene core shows to maybe hardcore shows. Then you go to like the deathcore shows and then you go to the fucking black metal fucking shows or the punk shows. Like you go through this whole fucking stratosphere of stuff and then you find stuff like I found like goth through fucking just going to like 
like shows at like Churchill's and shit, and then mm-hmm. going to fucking goth nights. And now, like, I, that's uh, like basically the subculture that I align with most. So it's like, that's what's cool about this whole alternative thing because it's when you when you dive deeper and deeper, you just find exactly who you are, and then you stick to it. Like now, I'm gonna be fucking stuck going to goth nights for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's also that's another thing too. Like we were talking about, like the uh, gatekeeping and thing like that. Yeah, because it's not it's frowned upon so much right now that like. Yeah, people are allowed to like and you know talk about what they like, whereas before it could have been a little, a little more stifled, and everything. Yeah. Um, you brought up uh, a, one of my favorite bands, who was from your area down there. Remembering Never, were you big into yeah. them growing up, or? I I wasn't into them growing. Up. I'm not gonna pretend like I was fucking jocking Remembering Never, <laughs> but uh, they're fucking sick. Like obviously they're fucking sick as fuck. We actually played a show with them not that long ago, um, th- dude. And they were talking to us like they were like that show was actually crazy because like the basis of a day to remember was there, too. And they were all just like talking like, oh, like your band is fucking sick or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. dude, this is cool as fuck. And it's I feel like a lot of bands back in the day, like <laughs> even like senior bands like Attila and stuff, like they give us creds and shit. And it's sick as fuck. It's like, I don't know. The gatekeeping stuff is so fucking stupid. Yeah. I've always thought that shit was so stupid. And back in the day, it was a really big thing. Like. Like at the goth nights, if you weren't dressed goth, you could not get in. If at the hardcore shows, I'm pretty sure like you would get your ass beat. From what I fucking heard about, like you definitely Miami would get hardcore. moshed on. Yeah, like <laughs> Miami hardcore, like in 2000, was like fucking the most violent shit ever. So I never got that. that. A- I never got the violence with the dancing. I mean, I get the dancing, but I never got the crowd yeah. killing, and I, that's something that I always fucking hated. I I like moshing. I think moshing hard is cool, but um. I think like targeting people. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think crowd killing is bad. Uh, just because <laughs> crowd walking, crowd killing. I couldn't stand either of those growing up, man. Yeah, I mean, obviously it fucking sucks. It hurts, but <laughs> it's cool. It looks cool, so I don't care. But I think targeting is lame. But everything else is fine. So yeah. I'm in disagreement because I think <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I see like people, like obviously there's an extent. Like if you're just fucking being an idiot then obviously it looks lame you have to be good at moshing that's another conversation like you have to be if you suck at moshing then you look stupid yeah that's like a whole thing like people moshing bad is like a whole other thing it's a whole another youtube channel yeah yeah that that could be a fucking hour conversation in yeah. itself. um so let's talk about like the band currently i know we're, <laughs> we're track, just... but you know Not whatever sure. that's what this is all about dude we're, we're yeah, finding yeah. out about you and connecting you with your fan base and all that good stuff but um yeah so how do i ask this i know you guys at one point were a four-piece but yeah it kind of seemed or seems now that you guys are like a two-piece yeah okay so this is like an interesting thing to go into um (laughs) basically the band okay so the band we've had like woe is me level fucking lineup changes but the the problem and the thing that i always tell people is if you didn't write any music in the band, you were never in the band. And I, I'm going to completely uh, stand by that shit. Like, if you didn't write anything in the band, you weren't in the fucking band. You didn't do anything. So um, everything before Kyler joined, like, all those members were just fill-in members. There was nobody that – like, we were just trying to get people to play in the band because we had nobody. It mm-hmm. was like we wanted to be a band, but nobody nobody was like it was just like we had to just get people from other genres that didn't even know anything about our genre and just make them play in the band so every single it was basically just me and jeff until me and then it was me and jeff and kyler um and those were like the only people that write, wrote in the band and still are the only and kyler's the, uh, does, and kyler's the bass player 
Tyler does vocals now. <laughs> yeah, because I know he, the bass player what, took over. For he vocals, was the yeah. bass player. Okay. Yeah, so he was the bass player. But he plays guitar and he writes and he, he does lyrics and everything. So I say nowadays, like, so we have Alex plays drums for us. He's super fucking sick. Um, Nick plays bass for us. He's super fucking sick. And these are people that have been, like, doing villains and stuff with us for, for years now. So it's not, it's not like they're new. Um, but we're claiming as a two-piece because it's like me and Kyler are the ones that write. So it's, uh, it's like an interesting thing that we're like a two piece, but I think it's the future of bands is it's like, you know what I mean? Like mostly two people write all the music. So those should be the two people that get the credit. You know what I mean? What about, uh, is that kind of, is that, um, God, what was I going to ask? The mailman just walked up and I saw him in my peripheral and kind of like ruined my train of thought. So, um, Yeah, does that, like, because you produce music, so, like, do you just write a lot? Like, you and Kyler write a lot and then okay, program so, drums and stuff like that? Or does the drummer... Yeah. Okay, so, first thing, uh, like, we we were, like, fake bass, fake drums for pressure. Like, I was writing everything, like, MIDI as fuck. Um, this new record, uh, the dude from Chamber actually played drums, but I wrote the MIDI drums, and they're basically the same. He just he just played drums, so it sounded real. Right. Um, but yeah, no, like, uh, I'm really into writing. I write for, um, I've written for like poor Stacy, who's a, a rap rock star type character and, um, actually hit on like some rock charts on SoundCloud and stuff like number one. Uh, so I do a lot of writing in my own time. That's not Bloodbather stuff. Um, and, uh, for writing Bloodbather, it's usually just like, um, Kyler will send me an idea and I'll just flesh it out on mm-hmm. my own. Okay. Yeah, yeah cuz <clears throat> what do you use to produce? What DAW do you use? I use Logic. Yeah. I have like that's probably what, why I have this fucking nice microphone and a cloud lifter and stuff cuz I produce. But um yeah, you, I use Logic. Oh, I um, thought you would stream like video games, you know what I mean? That's the oh, cool thing no, to do a day. <laughs> hell no. No, now everybody's going to think I'm a fucking gamer. I'll, okay, all I play is RuneScape. That's the only that's thing. That's why I, that's why you have the light in the background, the blue light, you know, yeah, it's I, cast have, the I look like sh- maybe I sh- I was actually going to post on Twitter like Y'all podcasters need to put me on because I fucking I'm gonna have really good audio and video and like come on put me yeah, on. But, that's um, half the battle right there. Yeah, audio is half the battle of video. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so I I use Logic. I use like obviously like Contact and a bunch of plugins and stuff. Cool. Um, I never got into it. And all that shit. I never got into that one. I I used uh, I use but I I used a lot more when I was producing because I. I produce electronic music as well. I, I don't know if you produce That's electronic sick. music, but yeah, I do like uh, that. And I, I used um, Ableton for the most part, but Ableton is sick. Yeah, yeah if I you mean, have like a thousand dollars to fucking waste. <laughs> okay, but who the fuck is? Okay, we're not. I'm like I had to. I know. I I've hired it <laughs> for a while, but then I had to buy it, so it was like a whole fucking thing. But um, yeah, 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 it was garbage. Uh, so I'd like to understand better. Um, Jeff leaving the band because you, okay. he, he leaves the band, but you guys are still like tight and he still is like the biggest fan of Bloodbather, obviously. So like, yeah, what was the reason for him departing and, and everything like that? It was just like, I don't know. Touring, touring is fucking hard and it just, I don't know. It, it was just, it, it's like a lot of things where it's just like being in a band doesn't make you enough money and 100%. Like, touring is hard and you know, it was just, it was just like, it was one of those things where it was just like, I don't even know. It wasn't even like a, a, a 
a big deal how people were like trying to make it like they were trying to make it look like fucking we hated Jeff and all this shit. And it was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. It was, it was fucking stupid. But it, it's like he literally is. Dude, I FaceTime Jeff like every single fucking day. No, That's yeah, my best you, you can friend. definitely because I follow I followed him <clears throat> yeah. on Twitter before uh, before every other you and everyone else on the, in the band. Yeah. But he it seemed like for the because he left uh, what like a year ago maybe right yeah so it seemed like in that time frame he was always saying like how the band was fucking sicker than any other band and you know blah, yeah blah, blah. and the vocal his vocals uh, Keller's vocals are fucking sick and this that, the other yeah. so it seemed like he was very uh, reciprocative of the band and supportive of it but just not in the band and he would always be defending it on Twitter <laughs> yeah yeah because a lot of people this is the, the problem was like he went ghost for a while. Um, but he was dealing with his shit. You know what I mean? Like the internet, I think a lot of people don't realize that the internet is not reality. What? Like there's, there's, <laughs> there's, uh, there's a world outside of the internet and <laughs> outside? sometimes people have jobs and they have life and they wanted to fucking take a break from this drum dramatic fucking thing. Um, but yeah, like he took a break and everybody was like trying to say like, Oh, like, Bro, people are trying to say, like, he did something wrong and, like, he got fucking outed because that's, like, the culture nowadays. Like, oh, everybody's culture, fucking yeah. canceled. Um, but, yeah, no, it was just fucking stupid. Like, he just took a break and, like, not his break wasn't stupid. I'm saying people outing, mm-hmm. trying to out him for, like, nothing. Um, but, yeah, no, it was just, like, um, people try to say, like, they try to be on Jeff's side and they're like, oh, fuck Bloodbather. I only like Bloodbather when you were in the band. And Jeff is just like, dude, what? Shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So. It's one of those things. Jeff is fucking awesome. I love Jeff. Um, and Jeff supports me, and I support Jeff. And I don't know what he wants to do with the rest of um, his like life, if he wants to go back in music or so, something. But um, I'm always down. To, I mean, he was talking about like rapping again because like, we, were, we were doing some rap stuff. And like I'll record him always. Like, dude, that's my best friend. So, yeah, um, yeah no, I hope, I, hope he, he just, I hope he does whatever the fuck he wants. You know what I mean? He's... He's like one of the biggest supporters of music in South Florida. He books, he would book like these smallest shows of the bands that nobody wanted to book. Um, like, dude, Jeff is a real one, and he's actually still straight edge, which is uh, a fucking a, a mind blow because nobody in fucking South Florida is straight edge anymore. <laughs> yeah, if you're over 21, uh, you, usually a lot of people are straight edge till about 21. <laughs> and then yeah, they, so they drop he's it. 24 and he he's made it till 24. So. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, um, yeah well. It, I guess we'll kind of wrap up now, but uh, what are some of the, like, what are your final thoughts in, like, groups or bands that, you know, other people should check out, whether they're within your same, you know, genre or lane or, or anything like that? Like, what what are you listening to? What should we listen to? And, you know, just some final yeah. thoughts. Uh, what I listen to, honestly, I listen to a lot of fucking Marilyn Manson, Nine Inch Nails, all that stuff. Did you like um, the new Marilyn Manson album? So fucking good. Really? Honestly. I haven't heard it I yet, liked but, it. okay. I liked it. Um... What's your uh, time out? I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you now. We'll hold that. We'll hold my question for another couple of minutes. But now oh, yeah. that we're talking about Marilyn Manson, what yeah. what are your Marilyn Manson albums that you enjoy? Like, what is okay. your favorite one? So the Triptych, which is um, Antichrist Superstar, Marilyn, uh, Mechanical Animals, and uh, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorites. Cool. Uh, okay. If I was gonna put it, those are obviously the top three. So if I was gonna put them in the top three, like. I would say top one Marilyn Manson album, which might be controversial, is Mechanical Animals, in my I, opinion. That's what I think, too. Okay. It's such a fucking good album, and 
just I, I don't think people give him credit. That is like one of the most beautiful sounding records I've ever heard. Like it's it's so diverse and it's so like it's so Bowie and it's so fucking I love that album. So mm-hmm. that that is my top Manson album. Right under is Andy Christ Superstar. That's probably gonna and be then, mine too. Yeah, and then right under that is Hollywood. Cool. Uh, then I would rate below that. I would put like Golden Age of Grotesque. Um, then I would put Portrait of American Family. I don't like the weird emo phase that he had. All those records suck. Um, Pale Emperor was really cool. Um, Heaven Upside Down, or I don't know what the fuck the last one. That was okay. But this album is really, really good. I think I think it's it has some call tos to like Mechanical Animals in, ex- cool. in in like Don't Chase the Dead is such a fucking good. I've been listening to that song nonstop. Like it is so fucking. It's just beautiful, and it just has that 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 like Manson like like swag that he has where it's just like it's so the transitions are so fucking i don't know oh shit someone's fucking that wasn't face- soldier boy fuck man no it's because it opened it up on my fucking computer um <laughs> yeah your video Jesus, froze. No, I, th- my fucking ringtone is soldier boy we're bringing that back we're bringing back ringtones yeah um, no, i get you but yeah no so those are my my top manson albums um and yeah the new the new record i it gives my thumb of approval or whatever like broken needle and um don't chase the dead or whatever the fuck super fucking good songs did you uh happen to listen to the new deftones since we're talking about new albums have you listened to the new deftones album that came out this week uh i actually haven't listened to it yet is my fucking video paused it is but i just kind of figured go with it since we're wrapping up (laughs) oh yeah wait no, I don't think it's... I think it's fucked. I think I'm gone forever. That's All cool. Right. Yeah, that's cool. We're at the very tail end here, so... They've seen right, you so enough let's... for about an hour. But, um, yeah, so, anyway, cut to my last question. Uh, you know, any final words and bands that we should check out or, or that you're into? Okay, so... Yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to fix this. I look so stupid right there, so <laughs> fuck. Like, put it, put it a fucking emoji over my face. I look so fucking stupid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, uh, we're going to let yeah, it slide. Put, put the cat smiling emoji. That's my favorite fucking... The cat being like, yeah. That's yeah. my favorite fucking emoji. Hard put eyes. That right my face. Um, favorite. So, new bands to check out. See you, Space Cowboy, 100%. Static Dress, 100%. Cauldron, 100%. Loathe. Um, yeah. Fucking... There's there's so many fucking good bands and I I just hope I just I really hope like after this pandemic people still show support for these smaller bands that are upcoming rappers like there's so many fucking rappers that are good I don't even I can't even dive into like how many good fucking rappers there are uh free little jit man he's from fucking South Florida actually uh j- just I don't know there's so many fucking bands and they're all really good and all representing what they want to represent so um yeah, I could go on forever, but I would say my tops are like Static Dress, um, Cauldron is fucking sick, um, Sea Space Cowboys so sick. If I die first, that that shit is fucking so sick. Um, I play I play bass actually in a band called Lesquisite Delore, and uh, they sound like uh, basically like my chem and the used, and I love that shit. And they're fucking sick. They're going to be next up. I'm going to make sure. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, just I don't know fucking listen to local music because it if you don't we're not going to be here so please do it not only that i think the underground is where the best music is at that's where because it's it's just going to be the most pure music and as you could tell by like blood bather like i'm just making exactly what i liked as a kid and it you know what i mean it's it's going to be exactly 
on par to whatever the fuck they like. So local music is, is where it's at. You know what I mean? Support your local fucking scene. Yeah, that's hella cool. It's really cool to have you on. Um, and yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you so we, much. We Appreciate definitely it. will kind of link up again once, hopefully more <clears throat> uh, more intimate and in-person interview. And maybe we'll have, yeah. you know, you and another member or the guys on or whatever. But could, um, could be fucking sick. Could be sick. It would be actually. Yeah. So would be. I mean, I'm, I'm always down. I'm, I'm fucking open to anything. I don't. You know what I mean? No problem. Yeah. Well, I will let you get back to your Twitch streaming of uh, RuneScape. Oh, and, my God. Um... <laughs> fuck. Of my RuneScape twitching. I'm fucking about to go on RuneScape and play with fucking Zezima. <laughs> yeah. You can do that. Collect the gold and do all your shit. But, uh, yeah. So thanks for coming on, man. All the best. Because I know you got some, you know, the EP coming up. So all the best for that. And um, yeah, yeah. Check out Silence on Rise Records uh, October. No, I don't know when the fuck this is coming out. But it comes out October 9th. Uh, yeah. So it might already. Might have already came out. No, time, it so. won't come out, but October 9th, yeah, because I think okay. we'll, we'll so, probably yeah, put October this out 9th. next week. So you'll have like nine days to kind of listen to the three songs, and then yeah. at, after that, you can listen to the full the EP. Full, the full awesome EP, which has the best artwork ever. Nice. In my opinion. It looks fucking sick. All right, Doc. Well, thank you very much for coming on, and I'll cut you loose. And right. uh, we I'm appreciate throwing it, up man. a peace sign, but you can't fucking see it. <laughs> I can just overlay. Uh, yeah, an emoji. just the cat. Okay, I'm serious with the cat. The cat emoji. The fucking he's smirking. That is my favorite emoji ever, and I just put it over my face. It's so sick. Yeah, but you're making me edit now. See, now there's like a whole another step I'm, to it. I'm there. sorry, I edit it and everything. I I'll fucking send it to you. I'll send you the PNG. <laughs> All right, man. I, it was good talking to you. Uh, we'll catch up another time, and uh, best of luck. All right, thank you. Well, hey, friends. My name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.